The Business South podcast is brought to you by Think Creative Intelligence Agency, Ridgeland, Mississippi, 601-856-2000. Hello and welcome to Business South podcast, sponsored by Think Creative Intelligence Agency in Ridgeland, Mississippi. We're pleased to be joined by an outstanding businessman here in the Tri-County area, Mr. Jim Ming, who's the CEO, founder, president, head dishwasher, you do it all, Jim, yeah, don't you? I'm with, the, primarily the cook. And cook, <laughs> which I haven't sampled yet, with Mississippi Pro Design Center in Pearl, which you call, or the website on, for your business calls, the number one flooring store in the state. Why is that, Jim? Uh, it's the number one flooring store in the state for several reasons, not just one. One, we have the largest selection of anybody in the state. We have, we're not on the beaten path. So we don't have a high rent overhead, so we can afford to have more square footage than most people. So it's worth worth your while to come see us because we have a lot of product. Well, Jim, flooring needs, you know, that's kind of a broad, you know, phrase. What all do you all do uh, uh, in Mississippi uh, Pro Design? Uh, we have all kinds of flooring. So of course, we have carpet, we have hardwood, we have ceramic tile, porcelain tile. We have engineered wood. We have um, LVT and LVP, which is vinyl plank and vinyl tile. Right. And uh, we do all kinds of commercial products. We do uh, commercial flooring for uh, restaurants. That's a pure vinyl flooring. Are you? So we we cover the whole gamut. Do you do mainly work for uh, Tri County clients, or can you go all over the state? Uh, you know, for restaurants, we go all over the state, right. but for homeowners, we we take care of Tri-County. What's the ratio to business and residential, Jim? 50-50. Really? Yeah. Uh, now, you and I were talking before we did the show, before we went on the air. Uh, COVID posed a lot of challenges. Still, you know, still is with still supply. Is. We, we, we can't get anything. It takes a minimum of five weeks, and some stuff is up to 20 weeks. And, and that's everybody. But... You know, as, as you and I discussed, and I found this out in doing some other work and research, that when people were at home, especially during the first part of the lockdown, they were putting a lot of money in and reinvesting in their homes yes. and in making their homes look nicer and better. Was that true in y'all's case with the residential customer? Uh, we found that the first that most of the work was being done to the exterior, not as much to the interior, but it has shifted now where it seems like everybody is wanting to do work on the interior. And do you think that's due to COVID? I mean, or why are they? I think it's due to people being at home, in their homes more. Right. They just wanted to look they're, better. They wanted to look better. Now, and uh, I don't think they're going on vacation. They're, they're taking that vacation money and putting it in their home. And you say you all never closed during COVID. We never closed. Was business okay? Did y'all it make was, it all it right? Was, it was good enough to survive. So that. Lord blessed us. So and, and you started uh, in what year, Jim? We moved to uh, Jackson in 2010, February 2010. And what was your background to open a store? Like uh, you know, I was working in Atlanta. I'd worked over there for 15 years for the largest builder in Atlanta. And we built 2,400 houses a year. So I had a lot of management background. And you also have a lot of hands-on background. I have a lot of hands-on background. I'm a 
licensed general contractor, a licensed electrician, licensed plumber. You know, I in my first 20 years of work life, I had my own plumbing electrical air conditioning business. So I got a pretty well-rounded background. Do you still go out on the job sometimes? Every day. Do you really? I left the job to come here. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about it. <laughs> Maybe you'll get some more jobs to make that up in the meantime. Uh, what, what's been the the highlight? I mean, you've been doing this for as long as you did. What's been the highlight? That's the first question I want to know. And then I want to know why you decided to start your own business in the first place and what brought you to Mississippi. Well, the reason I started a business when I lost my job in, in Atlanta, I really wanted to go work for somebody else because I was older in life. And it's a lot of work to start a business. I've done yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, it, I just really didn't feel like I was up to it. But after sending out a couple thousand resumes and getting no response, <laughs> I figured, well, if you're going to go to work, you're going to have to figure out have something to do. And so I was reading in Homebird Magazine, the top 15 places in the United States for remodeling. And the only one where it didn't snow was Jackson, Mississippi. Is that right? That is correct. And that was in 2010 or 2009? 2000, it was in 2009, so I yeah. started making plans then to move, move to Jackson. When you got here, was, that, was it true? What, what you read in the magazine, did you find it to be true? It or? was true, but I, I, there was one thing that wasn't in the magazine. What's that? This is a good old boy market. So and who guess you know. what, and guess what, who I was not. Yeah, you, you had I to break in as an outsider. Old, right. Nobody knew me. Nobody was recommending me. And this, even to the day, this uh, whole market is driven by uh, relationship and somebody referring. Shouldn't it be driven by how well you do the job, though? You would think, but it's not. It's still not. It's still not. So how did you, you're coming from Atlanta, you come to Jackson, nobody knows who in the world you are. Did you market a lot at first, or did you just go out there and knock on doors? How did you start getting business to be the success you are today? We marketed, but we didn't find much traction with that. So we I literally beat on doors, joined B&I groups, went and talked to people, and just made a bunch of contacts. And then did a bunch of good work to back all that up. And that's that we're, today we're a good old boy. That's what I was going <laughs> to well, and there's nothing wrong with that as long as it brings in business. And, right. and, and so, in other words, the work speaks for itself. The work speaks for itself. You get that first or second, third job, and then those folks start telling their friends, and it's kind of like a domino effect. That's correct. And it, is it still that it's way? It's still that way today. You said it's still that way, yeah. yeah. Uh, but but you, you, we are also talking before we went on there, y'all are different in that it's kind of an in-house deal. I mean, you, you can do so many other things that, that maybe another company similar to yours couldn't do. That is correct. Explain so, that to us. I, I, just in the floor, and I'll give you one example of something that we do that no other floor companies do. So because we perform everything in-house and all our people are cross-trained, they can be painters, plumbers, electricians, drywall people. They can do it all. So we go out and put the flooring in your house. Most companies take the quarter round up or the baseboard up and they put it back. 
and they don't caulk it and they don't paint it and you left with a finished job and they tell you somebody else has to come back and do that. We don't do that. We do a complete job. Start to finish. Start to finish. And here again, people know where you're located. And people know where we're located. Because I know a lot of companies that do what you do, they advertise on TV and you call a 1-800 number. Right. And, and who knows where that's coming from. Am that, I right? That is correct. Uh, so it's always good to have local folks. You've got how many people working for you, Jim? About 25. So you've grown considerably. We have grown. Was there a point after you came from Atlanta, you started up, as you said, it was hard. You had to kind of start from scratch, literally start from yeah. scratch. When did you realize, well, you know what? This is going to this is gonna go. We're going to make it. Right. What, how long did it take for you I had that realization? I would say it was in 2017 we really finally made it over the top of the hill. Took you about seven years. It took about seven years. Was there any point during that time where you said to heck with it? I'm going back to work for somebody I, well, else. I went home one time and told my wife. I said I was done. And uh, why? What happened? Uh, yeah, this was it was struggle. It was hard, you know, finding work. Uh, you know, but I beat in the bushes. And uh, at that point, I think this was in 2015. We. It was real slow that year for us yeah. for some reason. We just wasn't getting any work, and I went home. I told my wife's name's Rosa. I told her, Rosa, I think we're just going to give it up. She said, no. She said, you need to pray about that. She said, let's sit down and pray about it right now. And uh, I said, okay. We sat down and we prayed. And 30 minutes after we got through praying, the guy called and wanted a very large job done. Is that right? Yeah. And pick my spirits up. And, uh, you know, it, it was a fun job. I look forward to it. So Kind of brought you back up from the yeah, depths. Yeah, brought me back from, from the bottom. So And you never looked back? And I never looked back. So the power of prayer worked for you? Every day. Still? Still. And, and I, I'm assuming, you having said that, that, that that plays into your company's mission, how you treat people, how you do the job. Absolutely. That's it's still very me. important to us. It's, it's not just a saying. It's not just something that we really don't even put it on our uh, website or anything. We're Christians. We we want our actions to speak towards that, not something that we say or, or tell you. Oh, but Jim, that's just old-fashioned. People will tell you now. <laughs> they, they don't care. They just want the job cheap in and out. It doesn't right. matter. Yeah. Is that true? Well, you can't get quality if you get cheap. And and you you said also, <laughs> when we were talking before we went on the on the show, that it's not always the case that you get what you pay for. That's right. That's not there. You can get work done that that's uh, good quality for a lesser price, but you can also pay just as much as a good guy and get a horrible job done. And the problem is, is you don't know which one you're getting up front. I mean, there's no way of knowing. You can't look at me. And know if I'm gonna do you a good job, it's not possible. But do you do you tell your customers? I, I didn't mean to interrupt. But do you tell your customers when you meet them, say, "Go ahead and call some people I've worked for." You give them references if, well, they, if do, they are. I do give them references, but I also warn them that references aren't always the best because I have clients that we have gone and fixed stuff for who got references from other people. And everything was supposed to be good, and at the end of the day, it wasn't good. I mean, it's really, really hard to know whether or not you're going to get a 
good quality job. Well, let me and ask. So you. The, the important thing to know in that is um, if you get somebody to do the uh, job that doesn't have an office, just a guy in a truck. Yeah. And we call that guy Chuck in the truck. <laughs> so if you hire Chuck and Chuck comes out there and Chuck's, there's a good possibility Chuck would do a great job for you. But what if Chuck doesn't? Does he have insurance to cover the mess? Right. Does he have an office? Can you he find does him? Does he own his home? Uh, you know, is he going to change his telephone number and you never find him again? That kind of stuff happens every day. Every Here day, in this every market. day, I go and see a client that That's needs a job fixed every day, <laughs> and it's 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 a, it's a shame that there's so many unreputable people in our profession, but there is. Well, well, heaven forbid. Let's say you and your crew at Mississippi Pro Design Center. Let's say you did something, and maybe there was a, a an error or a mistake. I mean, we all make mistakes. Maybe you don't. I don't know, but. Let's say no, you, we're human. We make mistakes. Well, okay. Let's say you do, and a customer calls. What do you do? How do you respond to, to any error you might make? We fix it. We make it whole. That's it. That's it. Immediately. They Immediately. know where to find you. Right. Yeah, and, and, and if we don't make it whole, we've got a quite a large investment in Pearl that they can come after. <laughs> so, And they know that. And, and they know that. It's not like uh, I'm a guy in a truck. You know, they may not even own his house. You sue him, all you're doing is spending money with a lawyer. You're right. not getting anything. Right. But you're on the hook. Yeah, I'm on the hook. But but that doesn't matter because you're going to do the job right. right. I'm anyway. not worried about being on the hook. No, no I'm we're going to do it right to start with. We're talking with Mr. Jim Ming. He is the CEO, founder, and president of Mississippi Pro Design Center located in Pearl, the number one flooring store in the state. And this is Business South, the podcast brought to you by Think Creative intelligence agency what's the biggest job you've ever done in your career uh two million dollars with who can you tell or, or what kind of client was it Put it, it was a, a nursing home how'd that feel that was great was that after you had <laughs> yeah, was in, had your moment of, of darkness moment yeah of that was in 2018 and we do you know we do a lot of work for jackson state we do a lot of work for mississippi college uh, we we got a lot of good good clients. We've been at Mississippi College for ten years. Working. Really? Yeah. You're kind of their go-to. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I hate to bring up a cliche, but but you know the old the old saying, no no job too small, no job too big. Is that true? That is true. You'll take anything. We'll take anything. Well, you know, we don't necessarily go after real small jobs, but once you're our client. You'll you're do our it. family, and we're going to take care of you no matter what you need. So all you got to do is call. Once you're in the door, we're taking care of everything you need. Given the, the way you run your business, do you look for a certain employee? I mean, do you, I'm not saying screen them, but do you kind of, when you're interviewing somebody, or even the, the guys and, and maybe gals you've got on staff now, do you talk to them and find out if they fit into this corporate kind of structure, mission? Yes. That you've got? Yeah. All our staff uh, that works in the office, they all have to go to church. No cussing. Uh, we're pretty serious about that. And all our guys work in the field, I wish I could say we could find those people that went to church 
regularly. Most of them do, but we don't allow cussing on the job. We, uh, we've never in 12 years I've been here. We've never had anything stolen from people's house when we work in people's houses when they're not there all the time. And that's probably rare too. That's probably it? rare too. But, sure. and, and, you know, we train those guys and, you know, one, one thing that's, that shouldn't be rare that I get complimented on all the time we work people is how clean they leave the Job. house at the end of the day, every day. And again, not everybody does that. Not everybody does that. What all do you carry? I mean, what, what we kind of touched on this earlier, but what all can you do for residents, residential uh, uh, customers and business customers? Uh, you know, I don't know if I can remember the whole Can't list. name it all? <laughs> yeah, but I'll try. I mean, so, so well, I put it this way. What, what's most in demand or, or what is, is, do you have like what you call a specialty for the company? That you're no, known we, for? We do we do too many things, so you know a lot of a lot of our stuff is specialty. So uh, of course we do all kinds of flooring, and we do uh, we have factory cabinets. We have all we have four lines of cabinets. We also build custom cabinets in our woodworking shop. We have twenty thousand square foot woodworking really? shop. Yes, we also build commercial cabinets there that are for Micah inside now. Handmade for the client? Handmade for the client. According to design. their specs? Yeah. So, you know, we have design services in-house. We have two draftsmen in-house that draw stuff every day. So we draw up your whole design if you want a kitchen remodel. We draw it all up, show it to you in 3D. It's it's pretty amazing what all we do uh, technologically. For a 65-year-old guy, we're, we're, we're very tech-savvy. <laughs> Which is, well, I have to go to my daughter to learn how to do a lot of stuff on my phone. You having said all this, somebody might be watching or listening and say, oh, I bet it's expensive. I can't afford this. Uh, well, not necessarily. Affordable? So what, so it, it's, it can be affordable. So, you know, the way we go at a, that process is tell us what you want. Tell us everything everything you possibly could dream of. And let's write that down and let's, let's design that and let's take a look at what that looks like. And then that way we come up with an essence of what the person wants. So then when, it, if it is too much money, our goal is to figure out which one of these pieces we can pull out without destroying the essence of what it was to be able to get the price down to where they need it. Do you give them a quote? We give them a quote. We don't know. We don't do. We don't do quotes. We don't do estimates. We give exact prices. So you have really? to yeah, okay. you have to come in and pick out everything. So you'll tell the customer, all right, this is going to cost you X. X. And, and it they, never costs more. And if they come back to you and say, I can't afford it, that's when you go back and look to see that's what when you we can go back and say, all right, we can pull this out. We can change this flooring from what cost. Six dollars a foot to this floor, and it almost looks the same. That's three dollars a foot. You know, we work within the parameters to try to get them to where they need to be. So we, that's a little different. Most people that that uh, give prices, they just stick estimates. to it. So what? So let's say what the average person that gives a price today. So you call three contractors, and they all come out and say. 
you tell them you want your kitchen remodeled. And they say, well, one guy says, I can do it for 30000 Another guy says, I can do it for 33000 Another guy says, I can do it for 26000 And they all say, well, I'm going to give you an allowance for $2 a foot on the tile and $40 a foot on the countertop and yada, yada, yada. So when the job's finished, they give them a bill for, let's say they went with the lowest guy, and mm-hmm. he gives them a bill for 26000 And he says, oh, by the way, you went over on your allowances $18,000. So I'm going to need 18 more thousand. They just then bring it up. Huh? They just then bring that up. They just then bring that up. So I'd rather have that conversation before the job starts, and that way me and you can part at the end, friends, because I don't want any enemies. Because people probably pay that every day. At 18000 or you know, that's nothing to sneeze at. Right. So, you know, well, they went with this guy because his allowances, you know, were you know, better or whatever, yeah. but at the end of the day, every one of them wants the job. So their allowances are not enough to actually buy the stuff. Well, you're opening my eyes about a lot of things I didn't know, Jim. Do, do you? Let me ask you this. So when we, we go out and get all the, the components and we price all the components, now there's no guessing. There's no allowances. We give you a price on everything. So we give you one price. That includes everything, unless you add something along the way. When you get through, you owe us what we said. That's we exact. exact. To the penny. To the penny. Rare. Very rare. rare. Let me ask you this, Jim. Do y'all do, let's say a storm comes through and does damage, do you do repair work? Oh, yeah. Every day, probably. Yeah, every day. Especially now, yeah. storm season. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, you were asking me what we did as far as what all we do. Yeah, and yeah. And I was only a little bit down that list. Uh, you know, we do, we sell windows, we sell doors, front doors, you know, interior doors. And uh, we do screen rooms, patio awnings, decks, sunrooms, glass sunrooms, and uh, atriums. Pretty much do it all. We do everything. That, that's If it can be done at the house, we do it. Have you ever thought about expanding your business and opening a second location? Uh, next month. See, I didn't even know that. Yeah. I, I swear I didn't. We're, I'm just o- we're, the opening, question. we're opening Dogwood, uh, hopefully by July. Retail facility? I mean, or shop? We're retail facility. So people can come in and, and look through, like, right. catalogs? Or, no, it's actually going to be a product in there for you to look at. Like a showroom? Yeah. Where's it going to be in Dogwood? Uh, we're actually going to be between Kirkland's and Shipley, though. And do you have an exact date on that opening? Uh, no, but we're hoping it's going to be July the 1st. That's fantastic. I See, I had no idea. I just I was going to ask. Uh, how about that after that? Any we're, thoughts of going anywhere out of state? or Not out of state, but we're, we're contemplating if this one works, we're going to open more places in the metro. Is it harder now to do business than it was 10 years ago? And the reason I ask is a lot of business people have told me off the record that it's just getting difficult. It's very difficult. So issues with getting product. 
If you come, right. if you came in today and picked out some floor, and we checked to see that they had it in stock, and they said yes, and you said, "Well, I want to go home and think about it," and you came back tomorrow and said, "Yeah, I want to get that flooring." There's no guarantees that flooring's available anymore. Just that quick, and stock is so limited till we don't know. You know, normally what's all in our showroom can be bought, it's supposed to be bought, you know, readily. It's, it's supposed to be on hand to distribute, but it's not anymore. So it makes it hard. And then it can be upwards of five weeks on a lot of stuff, and some stuff's upwards of 20 weeks to get. Windows right now are 18, 20 weeks. Is that right? Yeah. And, and really, that's every business in the country that's every business anything. in the country and then we got the problem with the price goes up every two weeks so now we have to collect more up front because we have to buy everything to lock the price in don't the so customers when you do a contract with us the next day we have to start buying everything or we're going to lose money but don't they understand that yeah I mean, they understand you tell them what's happening yeah, yeah right so they're all right with it right but that's not you probably didn't have to ask for anything up front Prior to COVID, no, we didn't. We got very little up front, but now we're getting a huge number up front. Well, you know, it, and, it, and with having to get a big number up up front, it's even more important that you have a reputable person and somebody that that you could get your money back from if but, you needed to. But I am hearing, Jim, that with your business, I, I'm assuming I'm asking, but with most businesses, they're still going to make it. The supply thing has put a fly in the ointment, all right, but that they didn't expect, but they can they can still survive and thrive. Yes. Even yes. in this economy. Even in this economy. I'm I'm more concerned about gasoline prices. I think everybody I mean, that's is. taking a lot of money out of the consumer's pocket. And I'm afraid that that might slow things down. Well and people don't realize, you know, trucks that get our goods to us and boats. Right. You know, and, and with of course, we're taping this at the end of uh, middle of uh, May, but China shut down a lot of, you know, right. anyway, there's a lot of things to to be pessimistic about. But there's also optimism. Right. You know, I think we're back on the road to recovery, I hope. I and hope it sounds so, like y'all are doing well. You say you're doing well. Yeah. And, and that's good right now. That's good to hear, Jim. Uh, Mr. Jim Ming, CEO, founder and president of Mississippi Pro Design Center in Pearl, number one flooring store in the state. Jim. People want to talk to you, and I'm sure they will. Give us a phone number where they can reach you. Give us a website. I know you're on Facebook, Mississippi Pro Center. Uh, excuse me, Mississippi Pro Design Center on Facebook. But give me now. You can't cheat, Jim. I think. No, well, I, you can. I have to cheat. This is this is we do our <laughs> podcast live. But uh, yeah, I want the folks to to have your website and uh, your phone number. All right. I'm going to give you my cell phone number. Talk to the man directly. If you're going to do work with me, you need to talk. You need to have the number to talk to the man that what can make the decision. That's when I I like to hear that. So my number is 601-807-8588. And a website if anybody's interested. It's uh, MississippiProDesign.com. Dot com. And, of course, again, the Facebook page, which is, Active. I just liked it. Mississippi Pro Design Center on Facebook. 
Jim, I, you know. And our office number is 601-790-1030. You don't call yourself that often. What's that? You know, when people, I, I know when people ask me my number and I forget it sometimes, yeah. I say, I don't call myself that yeah, often. not very often. Jim, look, it's been a pleasure. It sounds like, you know, you're a true embodiment of a, uh, you know, hardcore American entrepreneur, Mississippi entrepreneur, self-made, someone who came through a down period and, and came out on the other end, the better, and we all benefit. Yes. You and the customers, too. Been a pleasure, Jim. Thanks Thank for being you. on the Thanks show. Thanks for having me. This is the Business South Podcast, which is sponsored by Think Creative Intelligence Agency. I've been having trouble with that word all day. Uh -huh. I need to, need to drink more water. Creative Intelligence Agency here in Ridgeland. We appreciate you listening to the Business South Podcast. I'm Jack Chris. Until next time.